0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome again to another episode of Lottie Talks. This is your host, Thomas Belcher, missionary to the U.S. territory of Guam. It is a great blessing to be back with you guys today. And it is a great blessing to be recording this in the state of Alaska. Very different up here. It's a... Well, I say very different. It's more about the nature up here that's different. The society up here is uh, pretty much it's all American. It is a state after all. Um, it's just we weren't exactly getting used to certain things up here. Uh, one of the things that we're having to get used to up here is the fact that the sun does not go down until about 11 o'clock at night up here currently. I'm used to it going down about 9, nine, ten, 10. And uh, that is taking some time to get used to. And the sun gets up at about 5 in the morning. And uh, that is a time that Thomas does not get up in the morning. So... And that is definitely having to take some getting used to. But anyway, it is a blessing to be reporting this here. It is a blessing to report that God has blessed us greatly. God gave us a safe trip. God gave us safe travels. And God's just been blessing us along the way and helping us in this trip. Please be praying for us as we are here for the entire month of May. And we are going to be running around different meetings and whatnot. We have the whole month booked. And it's just exciting to see what God's doing. Exciting to see what He has planned, and just exciting to do the work of the Lord. You know, um, some missionaries, um, uh, a lot of missionaries, and myself included, sometimes will will think and act like deputation is a struggle. It, it's uh, difficult, and we will sometimes hate deputation. And you know what? Sometimes it is a struggle. Sometimes it is very difficult. But the honest truth is. Is that deputation in of itself is good. It's good. Um, there's an old saying that's uh, that is. Uh, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. And yes, the goal is to get and get to your field. That is the destination. But we as missionaries need to remember the journey that we're going on. We need to glean from that journey and get from it what we can. That is just a bit of a rabbit trail Mind mine today. Um, eh, Probably going to be a podcast later in the future. But anyway, if you're able to, turn with me in your Bibles over to Psalm 105, 1 through 3. Psalm 105, 1 through 3. Today, we are going to look at God's will for every Christian. God's will for every Christian. Christian, Psalm 105, 1 through 3. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people. Sing unto him, sing psalms unto him. Talk ye of all his wondrous works. Glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. And you know what? We'll go ahead and read verse 4 too. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face forevermore. Now, it is interesting to know, That when you say, when you talk about God's will, I've noticed a lot of Christians will think or have the attitude, the mentality that when you talk of God's will, you're saying that, you know, God wants them to go into full-time Christian service, i.e. pastor, missionary, or something like that. Uh, And so a lot of Christians will get will get worried. They'll, they'll get scared. But the honest truth is, is that that is not God's will for everybody. God's will uh, um, being in the ministry, yes, that's good. And even the Bible says that it's good to want to be a pastor, good to want to preach. But the honest truth is is that it is not God's will for everybody to be a missionary. For everybody to be a pastor, for a lot of people, it's God's will for them to be a good Christian doctor, good Christian mechanic, a good Christian engineer, something like that, but as long as a good Christian. But, interestingly enough, I, do not, I cannot sit here and tell you from the Bible God's long-term will for your life. I cannot do that. I cannot tell you if God wants you to be a preacher, wants you to be a doctor. That is between you and the Lord. That is solely between you and the Lord. But as we look in the scripture, we can glean three things that is God's will for every Christian. God's current will for every single Christian. God's will for every Christian may not be to preach, but God does have a will for every single Christian in this world. And so we're going to look at three things today about God's will for every Christian, for every single Christian. Number one, look with me in verse number one. I'll give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Number one, tell someone about him. You know, the Bible later on, when Jesus was going up into heaven, he told the disciples, Go ye. Go ye in here, right here in verse one, it says, make known his deeds among the people. Guess what? God wants every single child of his, every single Christian to tell someone about him and tell someone about what he has done later on. In verse two, we see sing unto him, sing psalms unto him. Talky of all his wondrous works. We, uh, God wants us to sing about his glories. God wants us to tell someone about what he has done. God wants us to tell someone about how he died on the cross of Calvary to save them from their sins. God wants us to tell someone about his son, Jesus Christ. God wants us to share the gospel with someone today. Oh, how the world would be turned upside down if we as Christians started taking the matter of soul winning and started taking the matter of telling people the gospel more seriously. Oh, how we could have a revival in this world. Oh, how the problems of this world would seem so small if we would get on our knees and actually make hell real in our eyes. God wants us to tell someone about him. God's will in every single Christian's life, whether you you be a new Christian, whether you be an old Christian, God's will is still the same in every Christian's life, and that is you tell someone about Jesus Christ. Uh, We have too many lazy Christians today that don't want to tell anybody about Christ, that refuse to at least hand out a gospel track, that refuse to tell somebody about Christ. Let me tell you what, it's time that we change that. It's time that we stop being so lazy. It's time that we start following God's will in our lives and start telling other people about Jesus Christ. Start telling other people. Start sharing the gospel wherever we are, whenever we can. Start telling someone about what Christ has done for us. That is God's will in every single one of our lives. And I'm sorry, but I'm here to praise the Lord for the fact that he has a will in every one of our lives. His will is not just for some, not just for the proud and the mighty, but his will is for little old me who can barely form a sentence. His will is for everybody else in this world. He has a will for every single Christian. And if that doesn't make you happy, I don't know what will. The fact that we serve a God in heaven that, one, loved us so much that he was willing to die on the cross of Calvary for us, and, two, not only was willing to save us from our sins, but now has an eternal will in heaven for you and I. God has a will for each and every single one of us. And God's will in the life of every Christian starts with telling someone, someone about Jesus Christ. It's our job to tell somebody about jesus christ today when was the last time you shared the gospel when was the last time you told a loved one that jesus christ loved them when was the last time that we went through this book with someone else and we went through the roman's road and we told them how to go to heaven when they die when was the last time let me tell you what, if you're a Christian and you're not telling other people about Christ, you're not following God's will in your life. That doesn't mean you're not saved. Oh, you're still saved. but You're not doing what God wants you to do in his life. You're not doing what God wants you to do. You want to start following God's will, you start telling other people about Christ. Start giving the gospel out. Number two, number two, look with me. In verse two, Psalm 105, sing unto him, sing psalms unto him, talk ye of all his wondrous works, glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Number two, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. When was the last time you, you reverently and wholly praise the Lord for what he did in your life? When was the last time you got down on your knees in prayer and you said, Lord, thank you for all that you've given me. Thank you for your wonderful blessings. Thank you for your almighty power. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise God. When was the last time we did that? You know what? God wants praise. It's God's will in all of our lives that we praise the Lord. I've noticed that the life of the Christian that does not praise the Lord on a regular basis, sometimes even goes years without praising the Lord, they live a miserable life. They live a life full of sadness, a life full of and negativity. A lot of those Christians are some of the most negative people you'll ever meet and i want to ask them half the time and i know this because i've been, i've done this before i've been through this when you start seeing a christian that is all negative all the time that's all they could talk about is negativity they're being a pessimist why don't we ask them hey when was the last time you praised the lord When was the last time you sang glory to his name? When was the last time? When was the last time that we gave glory to his name, that we praised the Lord? We need to praise the Lord. If you want to follow the will of God in your life, hey, hey, praise the Lord. Praise him. You know, uh, praise, praising the Lord activates the Lord in your life. My home pastor said that one time and I took that as a personal challenge and I started praising the Lord more, whether it be just for the grass in the field, the air I breathe for salvation. Oh my, that alone is worth praising the Lord for. But you know what? When you start praising the Lord, you're going to start seeing God work in ways you would never have seen him work before. Praise the Lord. Number three, look with me. Look with me in verse four, Psalm 105. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face forevermore. Number three, seek the Lord. It's God's will in each and every Christian's life that we seek the Lord. How do you seek the Lord? To be honest, that's very simple. We have been gifted a holy book that is made up of 66 books. It is called the Bible. I hold in my hand right now the King James Version of the Bible that is the inspired and errant word of God. I wholly believe that this is the, the Bible God has spoken through for English-speaking peoples. And in this book, I could see God work. And in this book, this is how we find God. When you start seeking the Lord in this book, seek after Him. Seek after Him in prayer. And through this book, through God's holy word, you'll find Him. You'll find Him. He'll start to teach you. When you start looking for the Lord, when you start earnestly going after him, when you start earnestly looking for God, you will find him. God's will in every Christian's life is that we seek the Lord. There are many Christians that are sad, that's sad to say they've never even read through this book one time. Oh they'll spend hours watching the news but they will only spend a few minutes reading God's word. Why is it this book is so hard to read? Cuz I'm here to tell you that seeking the Lord takes a lot of work. Oh yes, the solution is simple, but doing the solution that's that's a different that's a different thing right there. It's our job to seek after the Lord. It's our job to go after what God has said in this book. My generation will will sit down and say, well, God is bigger than this book. You need to start looking at God from outside of this book. Let me tell you, friend, anybody who starts saying that is a liar. Anybody who starts telling you that you need to start looking at, at God from outside of this book, that God is bigger than this book, they're a liar and they're peddling a lie. Because let me tell you how you find God. Let me tell you how how you seek after God. You seek after God in this book. You don't seek after God from any chicken soup of the soul books. You don't seek after God from any of these uh, false preachers out here or these motivational speakers. You start seeking after God from this holy book and you start getting in this book and you start saying what God would have you to do. You start taking lessons from God. You start learning God's holy word. You start memorizing his word and you will start getting closer to God and you will be following God's will in your life when you do do that. Because let me tell you what, this book, my Bible says, this Bible here says that God never changes, that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Uh, let me tell you what, this book right here, God is, uh, what cracks me up is that some people will say, well, uh, you don't want God to go all Old Testament on you. They start acting like there's a difference between Old Testament God and New Testament God. Let me tell you what, they're the same God, and God has the same mindset as he did in the Old Testament. God is still willing to do some of the things that he did in the Old Testament. There's no difference. There are no two, two different gods. They're the same God. And let me tell you what, uh, there's no uh, there's no way that looking at god from outside of the bible is true let me tell you what that means that means that you're looking at something else you're not looking at god at that point you're looking at something sinful you're looking at the devil right there that's satanic right there you want to get close to god you don't need to you know you don't need to look outside the bible just get in the bible get in the bible get in this word this word is perfect let me tell you what, everything God wants me to know is in this book. Everything God, every lesson that God would have me to learn is in this book. Whenever you start hearing some some false teacher, some some heretic get up there and say that you don't need the Bible, let me tell you that you can know God outside the Bible. Let me tell you what, all their peddling is heresy, all their peddling is a lie, and what's coming out of their mouth is straight from the pits of hell. What you need is in this book. Every solution to man's problems, past, present, and future, is in this book. Seek the Lord. God's will for every Christian. Tell someone about him. Praise the Lord and seek the Lord. Praise God we have a God in heaven. That loves us. Praise God. Now we have a God in heaven that gave us his holy word. So that we can learn from it, glean from it, and grow closer to him. This word is worth reading. God's will is worth chasing. God's will is worth following. We just need some Christians willing to follow it. I was watching a preacher online. He was going off on a false teacher, and he showed some of the things that the false teacher was saying. Don't worry, he was a good Bible preacher, doctrinally sound. But he was showing some of the stuff that the false teacher was saying. And she was saying, that should be your first first red flag right there. She was saying things like the Bible's racist. The Bible was made by white men to peddle a white gospel. It's misogynist. It's racist. And that it was due to white men trying to control people that they contained God, the message of God in a book, and that God is much bigger than a book, and that God is outside of the book, and it's time for us to start looking at him from outside the book. Right then and there, I've never wanted to chuck my phone at a wall harder than when I heard that come out of her mouth. That's someone who's clearly never even read the Bible. And someone who starts talking like that is not following the will of God. They're talking outright rebellion from God, and guess who else rebelled against God? The devil himself. Anyone who starts talking like that is of the devil. It's heresy, it's wrong, and you ought to shun it. Get away from it as quickly as possible. God's will for every Christian. I pray that this was a help to someone today. I pray that you take this today, put it in your heart, use it. If you're not following God's will in your life today, how about we change it? If you're still six feet above ground, still breathing, you can change it today and start following God's will in your life. Let's start doing God's will for every single one of us. Thank you again for joining us today. It was a blessing to get to record this. It's always a blessing to get to record these. And it's a blessing to get to be with you guys today, to get to look and to see God's word, to see what God would have for each and every one of us. And just... I praise the Lord for his goodness, for everything he's done, for this Bible. For this old Bible that I hold in my hands, that people have bled and fought for to protect. It's just a blessing. I pray that this was a help to somebody. I pray that you will have a great day, that you'll take this to heart. Tell someone about him. Praise God today and seek the Lord. I pray uh, that you'll join us again Monday for another Missions Monday. God bless you all. And God bless you all and have a great day.